Welcome to part two of Health System CIO's podcast interview with Russ Branzell, CEO of Chime. In this segment, Branzell talks about the growing need for people to be able to collaborate in person, how Chime has continued to tackle some of healthcare's biggest issues, even during the pandemic, and why he believes it's so critical to recognize the heroes who have stepped up. In the fall, you'll have both the, the live conference, hopefully, and the, the virtual component. So that seems like a smart thing to do because, you, as you said, there are organizations that, for many reasons, aren't going to be there yet with travel. Well, and, and again, there's a couple of ways to look at this. Is It goes back to our original strategy on this. Is There's always some people that will just not be able to attend. And if yeah, you look at it sure. from an international perspective, they won't. Plus, a lot of people might want to hear sessions later. So you record them. You're broadcasting, you're recording them, but we also have a group and we believe, and we've heard this significantly at this point, they are ready to get back together in a big group, big group being chime size, not big group, meaning thousands upon thousands, but the chime family is ready for a reunion. And uh, we believe the fall will be a good timing for that. Uh, We look forward to seeing you and Anthony and so many others together again. Uh, not just because you're great at what you do from a job perspective, but more importantly, you're just part of our family and we want our family to get back together. Uh, yes, we'll do some good education. Yes, we'll do some times, but it's also really important from a humanistic, from a psychology perspective for people to be able to get back together. But yes, we will also make sure we're connecting with everybody virtually still. So it really expands mm-hmm. our audience. The other part is in a virtual world, our Chime members can continue to share content with their entire team. So it lifts all the boats as the tide rises. We have a chance now to share content with a much broader audience from great leaders and really help them get messaging out, but more importantly, share best practice really across the globe. Yeah, and you had touched a little bit before on some of the offerings that came, especially during the earlier times of the pandemic, just as far as uh, education and is that still the case that some programs are available even to non-Chine members? It is. And it's an outside part of the ecosystem that continues to need education. We've got a partnership with one of our foundation firms, Optimum, that's doing a, a minority disadvantage education program with colleges. And we teach uh, Chime University. We teach a, a, an early developer plan. They're not Chime members. They may not be Chime members for 20 years. Who knows? But we do education programs like that to really help everyone in the industry uh, get their messaging out where they need to be and really give them the, the knowledge they need. More importantly, if you think about our boot camp series, I'm a product of that now 25 years ago. Hard to say that 26 years ago. Uh, I wasn't a Chime member when I was through there. A Chime member nominated me and put me through the program. And so we're constantly trying to lift all the leaders in the industry We obviously want to focus on our core membership, but the part of the supporting core membership is helping everybody get better, especially their teams. And we want to make sure that we do that across the board. Yeah. And I know that for some people who are part of Chime and just across the industry, it's been really difficult with everything that happened this past summer with Black Lives Matter to not be able to have these in-person programs and talk about it. But the fact that it's still happening digitally is, is a big thing. And it's, I think it's been really important to people to keep conversations going. Absolutely. And whether it's in small groups, one-on-one or in bigger groups where we get people together, part of what we're always trying to do is solve the more difficult problems in healthcare. And you know, a year, oh wow, two years ago, we started working on the opioid crisis. 
And then we've got our group, our, our minority and our women's group that are working on a lot of inequity issues that are out there. We've got a very small task force right now doing some stuff on, on belief that there may be some bias even in, in software coding. And so there's a small group working on that right now to discover if there's room for us to make an impact there. We're constantly trying to figure out what are the toughest problems in healthcare and what can we do as a collaborative group uh, to make this less burdensome for all of us. Yeah. And I, I did want to ask you too about the podcast series, Leader to Leader, and uh, what that's been like for you. I mean, clearly, you know, we've seen you at that time, you've interviewed people, but uh, it's different, right? Doing it in that type of format. <laughs> well, I will tell you, being on the other side of the mic, like you are all the time, you and Anthony, I, I will tell you there was a small <laughs> learning curve to say the least. I'm sure if you went back and listened to the first couple of those, you could probably hear the nervous thread running through my voice as we went through this. But more importantly, it's great to be able to be in an environment. So we have the Digital Health Leaders podcast, which is for our provider members out in the industry of our Leader to Leader podcast series for executives in our foundation firms and others out in the industry. It really is a great opportunity. And we, we're not doing it just to pull on a thread of knowledge or best practice, but really also to get these to know people as human beings, to pull a little bit, to hear about their families, hear about pressures, hear about challenges, why they lead the way they do. If all I did this for was because I think it's cool to hear from people like that and learn myself, boy, I tell you what, it's been an unbelievable treasure trove of knowledge for me personally uh, and made some great friends along the way doing it. But I think more importantly, the feedback I've gotten is with just the small niche that we think we play, We've been able to get some people out there in the industry and, and really try to share some stuff. But there's no doubt what you and uh, the professionals, you and Anthony do every single day in this world <laughs> is not an easy process, to say the least. But it's, you can tell, I can tell from listening to it, though, that you really do get a lot out of it and, you know, that, that you do learn a lot, a lot. If it makes you feel better, I think I've been doing podcasts for 10 years and I'm nervous every single time. <laughs> it's never changed. Well, um, then I think we have something very much in common there. It's always a little bit of prep. You know, your stomach hurts just a tad, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, I, I haven't had one yet where I hang up the phone and say, well, you know, that wasn't that interesting. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. So <laughs> that's the good part. And then the last thing I wanted to touch on, something that I really enjoyed looking at is the healthcare heroes. And I think it's it's so important to to get the recognition out there. I mean, it goes without saying that this has been such a difficult time for the frontline workers, but then also those providing support. And it's really important, I think, to showcase those teams. Yeah. So uh, one of our teammates at Chime, we, we did a thing where we kind of went around the board and said, what can we do to make things better during this time? And mm -hmm. someone said, create some way to recognize people that probably wouldn't get recognized normally or at least easily. And we said, well, who would we limit to? And the answer was nobody. Absolutely nobody, mm. anybody that wanted to name. So Kate, you think that X person out in this health system did something special. You go online, you nominate them as a healthcare hero. And we all need recognition and we all need some support and some positive reinforcement during this time. And some of the stories we've heard are amazing. Absolutely amazing during this period of time inside companies, inside health systems, what some people did. And yes, everybody did cool things like telemedicine, all these kinds of things. And I'm not downplaying any of that, but the personal human being stuff that occurred during this time, the way to support people, the 
giving not an extra 10%, giving an extra everything you got to the point of just pure humanistic exhaustion is unbelievable. And uh, I will tell you, that is, that is one of the funnest and easiest things to do is make those phone calls and make sure people are recognized. And if we give out 10,000 of these, then it's probably 10,001 too short because there's so many people that deserve recognition out there. So I yeah. would encourage you and everybody else, if, if there's somebody you think deserves recognition, it's a simple nomination process, put it in there. Yeah, I think it's great. And I think it was back in June, maybe, that Aaron Meary was nominated. And I was speaking to him. And as you would expect, as all all these leaders do, he said, you know, this is for our entire team. This is what we've done. And I think it's really good for them, too, to be able to, to show it to their teams and let them know that they're being recognized. Yeah. Again, I'm sure there are some that this was just another period of time in their life for all of this, this period of time. Uh, we will all look back and yes, we will all lament the losses during this time and the deaths during this time, but we will also look back with, I'm sure, great pride and fondness to the industry rising to the occasion. And you know, you get to hang around with great people I get to hang around with. They did stuff during this time that were superhuman and they did things that nobody thought we could do whether that's the providers on the front line, but I'll point out our little niche, which is the healthcare technology leaders and the digital health leaders. There is zero doubt in my mind that there are people alive today because the work they did. That's pretty yeah, impressive. It is, definitely. And so how have you done <laughs> being a, <laughs> this is, it, it's just been so strange. So obviously we bounce back and forth between Georgia and Florida and it's been good and challenging all at the same time for when you're on the road 200 days or whatever the number is uh, until recently, very recently, I hadn't taken a flight since March of 20. And, you know, there was a bit of that, but I would tell you, even getting back on a plane was a little bit traumatic. Uh, it was just like, okay, this is a bit weird getting on a plane. Yeah. It was like, almost felt like first time kind of flying again in my life, but our teams, our, our family, our extended families, Again, it's been an opportunity to come together. And for some, this has been really hard, especially those that are kind of social beings and really need to get out. I wouldn't want to be a young person right now, especially <laughs> a single young person, not being able to get out in those worlds that are out there. Oh, yeah, true. I, I will steal Simon Sinek's saying is, I don't plan on getting back to normal because there is nothing normal. It's just the next chapter and we'll figure out this next crazy chapter of this world that we are and we'll move forward and we'll move forward in a great and positive way and do everything we can to make an impact every day. But you know, I'm just blessed. I, I know you are. We're, we're blessed beyond any human belief to be where we are and doing what we're doing today. So it, it's just a great opportunity in life. Yeah, it is. And that, that's a good way of putting it. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go, but um, it's been nice talking to you and uh, very much hope I get to see you in the fall in person. <laughs> Well, it is our plan. So uh, without a doubt, we plan on all getting together at this point and, and maybe some smaller audiences before then. So as always, thank you for what you do. Oh, thank you so much, Russ, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.